Welcome to the podcast of the Consortium for History of Science, Technology, and Medicine. I'm Bob Akesh Rafi. Today is October 4th, 2022, and I'm speaking with Nirja Sankaran, who is a historian of recent biomedical sciences. Nirja is organizing a podcast called The DNA Papers. Hi, Nirja. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much, Babak, for hosting the series at the Consortium. Tell us about your series. So the DNA Papers is a podcast series consisting of 12 or 13 episodes, each episode describing a node in the history of DNA where important discoveries about the existence of this molecule, about people finding out what it was, what it did, how it did it, that's what it's going to be, the papers themselves, the original scientific papers. Each episode will consist of a moderated discussion among a group of experts from different fields. So there'll be historians, sometimes philosophers, almost always at least one scientist, if not more, communicators of science, anthropologists, sociologists. So the idea is that everybody brings their perspective onto the historical importance of a particular paper in the story that I'm trying to tell about DNA. The when of it extends all the way back to 1861 and will come as far as the 1980s. There's a lot of literature about the history of DNA. How will this podcast make a distinctive contribution to the literature or to the discussion of the history of DNA? I see this as sort of a great books version of a history of science because science is best told through original papers. What we know about the history of DNA is typically told in broad stroke stories, but people rarely know about century and a half worth of discoveries, important discoveries that were made about DNA, about the very existence of the substance and about how people figured out what it does or whether it was just something that was there in cells. So this is very much a discussion to get into the science and bring that science to a broader public and knowledge about something as fundamental as DNA. Historical knowledge is really important. I should make one caveat, which is one can tell a good many stories by putting the right sequence of primary papers together. I am telling a story about how we came to know about this molecule and its importance in our life. By bringing in different experts, we can learn about the context in which some of these original discoveries were made. We can learn about things that were published in other languages, and so we don't even know. We take so much for granted, and yet we don't know who gave us that information or how that information came to become part of the canon. And I think that experts from scientists who can tell us about the scientific content of the paper, but historians who help set it in its context, both then and now, depending on what they look at, and popularizers of science who take this information for a broader audience. Our audience, of course, here at the consortium is specialized. There are historians of science, but they're not. I'd venture to say a very small fraction of them are historians of DNA or molecular biology. So this helps put this in a broader context and bring a very important aspect of biology, I think, to a much broader 
history of science and hopefully even beyond public. What would you like listeners to get from this series? How would you, how do you imagine listeners using this series? Well, one hope, largely based on how I even developed the series, is that listeners learn to use it as a tool, maybe teach courses around it, maybe get inspired to use one paper and build a whole course around it or sequence the papers. I myself am running a two-part course now based on most, though not all, of the papers that are going to be featured through this podcast. That's one thing. But more than that, I'm hoping that this podcast in general brings together what are often defined or often miscast as the internalist and externalist historians of science or histories of science. We have people who talk about context, which is very important, but oftentimes the scientific content gets lost. And when you read some of these papers, frankly, it's easy to see why. But with the right experts talking about it, who can pull together or tease out some of the more interesting and fascinating aspects and tell you about the scientific lives of the researchers who brought us this knowledge, it is to be hoped that people have a better idea of how DNA is embedded in the history of science and in our society. Thank you, Nirja. That's terrific. Thank you for organizing this podcast series. Thank you very much. This has been a podcast from the Consortium for History of Science, Technology, and Medicine. You can find this podcast series and more resources for exploring this topic as well as others at chstm.org.